0: like morning. Oh
1: it's not morning. It's not morning.
0: Um, (laughs) It's the afternoon. We're both exhausted because we just had our overnight ghost hunt at Rolling Hills last night.
1: Yes we did. It was great. It It was was. good fun. Thanks to everyone that came out.
0: Thank you for everyone for coming. Thank you so much to Sharon who hosted. Yes. She was incredibly helpful and very cool. Yes she was. Um, Lots of information. But that's going to be its own episode to air Probably much, 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 much later after we go over all of the plethora of evidence that we have. Yes,
1: we got lots to go through.
0: Lots of stuff to review. So, anyways, this is our special bonus episode. Better late than never. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, guys. Um, It's My Favorite Haunting Presents Viewer Mail. (laughs) Viewer Mail. Viewer Mail. Yay. Viewer Mail. Uh. Yeah, so bonus episode, our first bonus episode.
1: It's always cool to hear your stories.
0: I'm Ames. I'm Mel. So today we have three viewer-submitted mails. Yes. And a fourth one that's kind of viewer-submitted, but I was personally involved also.
1: (laughs) Along with the viewers.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um... Well, some of our friends who are also listeners, we were on a trip together, and I posted about this in the group very briefly. And after collecting their versions of what happened, we're ready to talk about it. Cool. Yay.
1: Okay, so I guess I'll start with Mariah's um, viewer mail. (laughs) So she um, posted something in our Facebook group about an experience she had with her dog.
0: Oh, Poppy.
1: And I'm just going to read exactly how she posted it. So, a few years ago, my dog darted out but stayed in the yard. I lived in the country at the time. If you live in the middle of nowhere, you are familiar with speeders. Oh, yes. I was chasing after my dog when this jerk swerved into the yard and hit her. (gasps) Obviously on purpose. No. I rushed to the vet. You could just tell she wasn't the same dog. We made the heartbreaking choice to put her down as her quality of life would have been terrible and extent of injuries were unknown. About three days later, it all hit me. I was crying and just being so sad. All of a sudden, I felt pressure on my lap and heard a noise. (gasps) I turned around and this dog-looking paw print was on my tablet cover. I have always believed in ghosts. Until this happened to me, I never had an experience. And she posted a picture of her dog and of the little paw print, like water droplet paw print that was on her tablet cover.
0: Oh, and those are posted in our Facebook group? Yes, our Facebook group. So you have to become a member to see it. Oh, precious fur baby. Oh, Mariah, I want to hug you. Your fur baby gave you a hug. Yes. Oh, my heart. I know. It oh, I'm looking. She. <laughs> she just put her laptop like to the side, and the screen is facing me now, and I see this beautiful, precious fur angel just right there on the screen. Oh, she's so beautiful. Oh, that is so so heartbreaking, but so sweet. Yeah. Oh, honey. Uh, so I finally got. Andy's viewer mail.
1: Andy, finally. I'm sure you
0: guys have heard us hassling this poor guy <laughs> for the last couple of months. Um, so we got Andy's story. So this is, there's a, there's a lot happening here. Okay. So Andy emails and writes the Ogle House. Mm. Uh, did I pronounce that right? I think I did. So Andy says, okay, so I'm from a big family. I have five brothers and one sister. Wow. We were Mormons in parentheses. <laughs> In 1985, we relocated from California to Oregon, where my parents bought a huge four-bedroom, three-bathroom house in a quaint, older neighborhood. The house was two stories, but might as well have been three, because it had a full basement with at least five creepy concrete rooms and outside access doors leading into a massive backyard, which had a large shed, a covered patio, a practical forest of trees, a huge section of bamboo you could hide inside like a cave. (laughs) And a weird little house that looked like a child's playhouse, but contained a large piece of pumping machinery. <laughs> it's just occurred to me that I don't know what the hell it was for. <laughs> There's a lot happening at this house. Yeah, Five concrete rooms in the basement. Was it a prison at one point? I did hope not. That's crazy. Okay. But I mean, um, hide and seek, though, as yeah. kids in this house, must have been... Phenomenal, Yeah. Bamboo caves. The house was built in 1928, so it was the kind of old school fancy you'd want in a place seemingly destined to be haunted. (laughs) That sounds about perfect. There was a gorgeous library with dark wood and leaded glass cabinets. And I want a dark wood library. Yeah, me too. I'm loving this house more and more. Uh, And leaded glass cabinets and a dumbwaiter through a little door that led into the basement. Like was featured in Haunting of Hill House. Oh. So the creep factor just upped because now all I can think of is the yeah. house in Haunting of Hill House. Um, it was big enough to hold several small human beings. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And I'm certain we took advantage of that at least once despite being forbidden from doing so. No kidding. I would, too. Um, there was also a laundry chute, which you could access from the top hallway, which dropped straight downward to the concrete floor of the basement. How none of us died there is maybe a bigger mystery than the paranormal stuff, honestly. (laughs) I mean, it was the 80s, right? Like, the 80s just made us tougher. Essentially, this place was freaky and fancy. The only thing it needed was a fancy, freaky ghost, which it got in the form of a doctor who once lived there with his family until he was decapitated in a car accident. Wow. I don't know who told a pack of children... The decapitation detail. <laughs> ah! But it was the 80s and things were a bit different back then. <laughs> oh, the 80s. We remember you fondly. Regardless, it gave me and my siblings the fun opportunity to scare other neighborhood children with stories of the headless ghost of Dr. Ogle. Pronounced Ogle. Yes, I, did. I said it right. Who haunted our house. Which is some R.L. Stein sounding shit looking back on it. yeah. <laughs> Andy, you lived in a YA horror novel. (laughs) Over the years, a number of unusual things happened, which we were later able to connect to various members of the Ogle family dying off around the times that they happened. A picture flew off of a wall hitting my brother in the head and shattering the glass. Oh, my God. That's terrible. A drawer flew from a dresser and hit the wall, scattering its contents everywhere. My father told us he was sitting alone in a room once and witnessed several books being pushed outward from behind the shelf Ah. before falling to the ground. Uh. I can picture that. That's creepy. I have chills. Um, There were a lot of your other usual average haunting things like hearing people calling from other rooms or footsteps upstairs when no one else was home, which could be just old house sounds. But the two which directly happened to me are less explainable. One time I had a cold. And was sitting on our living room couch wrapped in a blanket with a box of tissues in my lap i heard a small crinkling sound and looked down to see that the kleenexes i held were going back inside the box and folding up again what that is some crazy not ready to panic quite yet i pulled the top one out and waited and happened again at that point, I scraped and threw the box across the room where it landed and immediately stopped. Oh, my God. Wow. Wait, okay. Andy, wait. Okay, maybe I should have, like, responded to him with a question before actually reading this out loud. <laughs> because I did think of this before, but then I was like, nah, fuck it. Um, were these tissues used?
1: <laughs> That's right. Or that were they, like... like
0: or were you, like, sitting and, like, the boxes in your lap and you pulled a bunch out to be ready for use? Yeah. And so they were, like, sitting, like, on top of the box and then some OCD ghost used. was, like, pulling them back in? Or, yeah, or were they used and the ghost is, like, flattening them out and then your <laughs> snot's, like, all over the place and then pulling them back in and folding it back up? Okay, I really hope it's not that. That's so gross. I'm not sure which one's funnier. <laughs> Yeah. That's crazy. Oh, my God. Uh, The second one honestly still makes me wonder if I'm insane, even though nothing like it has happened to me anywhere else. I used to write a lot of music in my late teens and record my songs into a little mini cassette recorder. I was sitting in my bedroom late at night and heard my own music very faintly. I thought I had accidentally played the recorder somehow, but it was off when I checked. For a good minute, I continued to hear my own voice... Singing from nowhere. I even took the tape and the batteries out of the recorder, but it didn't stop. I tried following the sound, but it would stop when I got close and then start again when I sat still. This is also the room where I first started experiencing sleep paralysis. No, 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 no. Uh, that's no good. Why I didn't move my bed from that corner, I don't really know. There, there's a name for that. It's almost like similar to doppelgangers, but it's like instead of seeing yourself, you hear yourself. Or, like, you hear somebody else's voice, mm-hmm. like, calling your name. Because that used to happen to me when I was a kid. I'd hear my mom call my name, and, like, she wasn't even home. That's Because I'd, like, stick my head on the door and be like, what? And then my dad would be like, what? And he'd be like, what does mom want? She called me. <laughs>
1: She's not here. Oh, wow. Yeah, I don't know, but I saw a movie where that was, like, one of the, like, it was a about like people being haunted and that was one of the things that would happen is they'd hear the other people's voices from an other room and they wouldn't be there
0: i know you're not supposed to respond yeah like because that but how do you know like i legit heard my mother calling me but i mean i guess if it's your own voice you wouldn't respond to your own voice i would hope not <laughs> although like i like i don't know I don't know what Andy did, other than, you know, trying to follow it. Mm-hmm. But my first instinct would probably be to be like, "What the
1: fuck?" Yeah, that's
0: who is that? You know, because I'd be like, "What's going on?" Like last night in the thing when I was like, "Who's there?" Yeah, and it wasn't. Uh, spoiler alert! It was. It was nobody. <laughs> it was somebody, but it wasn't a human. <laughs> um, <laughs> isn't that how it goes in every story we tell? I mean, <laughs> that because that's like your natural like instinct because it yeah. looks. Or sounds real, so it, you're not thinking, like, it's a ghost or demon or something. Anyways, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was I'm not done with <laughs> Andy's story yet. Um, I talked with my younger brother about what he remembered from the house, and he told me that he'd always run up the stairs from the basement with the strong feeling of being chased and didn't feel safe until he slammed and locked the door at the top, something I also remember doing and thought it was just me. Nope. Monster in the basement, apparently. Wow. Fun thing, I'm fairly sure the neighbors also found our house full of seven wild, badly homeschooled, devoutly religious children to be scary enough even without knowing of the ghost activity. But one year, our landlord decided to have it painted, and the people he'd hired somehow didn't understand you need to tape off windows beforehand. So they just painted the entire house, glass and all, (laughs) light gray. So it looked like a fucking ghost ship at night. It was like that for Halloween one year, and I doubt we had many trick-or-treaters.
1: Wow. Sleep
0: good, friends, Andy. I can picture that, and that's eerie as fuck. Yeah. That's creepy. Yo.
1: I'm assuming that was the outside of the house. I'm
0: assuming so, too. When I first read it, I I kind of was... But yeah, but then I was like, but no...
1: Yeah, because, like, everything light gray. Yeah, and 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 the the landlord
0: wouldn't come in and be like, I'm painting all of your rooms gray. (laughs) Yeah. But, and then for it to look like a ghost ship from the outside, yeah, it would have to be the outside. Dude, Andy, good story. Thank you for sending that. Yeah. (laughs) That
1: was something. That's insane. And you lived there. And you survived. (laughs) And you survived. It was the 80s. It was a different time. Yeah. Nailed it. Okay, so now we have Grant's story, and Grant's isn't a personal story, but it is from his um, hometown, I guess. Oh, cool, like a hometown haunt. Yeah.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, Here is my hometown haunting, in parentheses. I don't know if you actually read any of these, lol. We read them, Grant! We sure do, every last one. It just takes us a while to get them on the air. (laughs) Okay, so this story is... Of Lily Fields, who was murdered by Nels Olson Holong in April 1887 in Dalton, MN, it's Minnesota, right? Yes. Yes, Minnesota. This murder is different from most murders in the way that Holong tried to hide the dead body. After murdering Fields, Holong threw her body into a pig pen in hopes that the pigs would eat her body. Uh, in parentheses, I'm not even joking. Ew. Charles Fields, the brother of Lily, would find Lily's body in the pig pen no. the next morning oh, no. when he went to do the chores on the farm. No oh,
0: He
1: that's... would describe many gory details about Lily's body, oh. such as all of Lily's clothes would be off her body. Her throat was slit and haggled as if the person who penetrated the skin with the knife then started to to turn the knife.
0: (gasps) Oh my god.
1: All of her principal veins and arteries were severed. There was a cut that ran down her entire body that gaped open about four to five inches.
0: Oh.
1: Oh, I'm nauseous now. There was also many minor cuts across the entirety of her body. And lastly, the pigs actually gnawed off a great deal of Lily's
0: skin from her limbs ew oh my god so breakfast is suddenly sitting really heavy in my stomach right now okay so that was like the little background he
1: gave and then this is the haunting part appreciate it (laughs) there has been much paranormal activity that happened at this farm after the death first many individuals have tried to do seances to bring back lily's spirit don't do that (laughs) let her rest in peace
0: Mm -hmm.
1: yes please During the seance, all animals outside, frogs, bugs, other insects, are being super loud. However, when the individuals tell Lily to give them a sign if she can hear them, the whole farm will go completely silent. Second, a strange light is seen moving in the swampy area south of the building. It appears to be a figure carrying a lighted candle. However, the closer the investigators get to the light, the more vague and indistinguishable it becomes. Third, many individuals have experienced a similar light that travels silently and smoothly through the woods as no human could. They become afraid and run to their cars. Unfortunately, the car won't start and the headlights on the car will not work. When the car finally starts, the lights still don't work until they are away from the farm completely. Mm. And that was Grants hometown haunting.
0: That's creepy and super duper gory. Yeah, that was That was a combo like murder true crime haunting. Yeah. <laughs> he nailed like every facet.
1: Yeah, when I first like was looking over this, I caught the line about The pigs gnawing off the skin. That was the first line I read of this whole thing. And I'm like,
0: ew. As soon as you said the the pig pen, he put her body in the pig with the pigs. Yeah. I was just like, this is not going to go anywhere pleasant.
1: No. Well, I mean, you
0: start off with a murder. It's rarely going to go anywhere pleasant after that, right? Yeah. Now for our last one. This one might be a little bit long. Just because I was there. Mm-hmm. So I have details. So... Oh, this happened back in June. So we've got this group of friends, and they're kind of... Everyone's kind of scattered across the country. And uh, we try we try to get together, like, once a year or so. Um, it's usually, like, half of us <laughs> um, at a time. But... Uh, so Tammy got married in June mm-hmm. in Spokane. So we went out there for her wedding. Um, or most of us made it out there for her wedding. Um so the wedding itself was beautiful and amazing and they're a great adorable couple and I wanna just smush their faces. They're so wonderful. Um <laughs> but uh, so our big group, so like twelve of us, mm-hmm. stayed uh at an Airbnb. So I don't want to publicly shout out exactly which Airbnb it is. Mm -hmm. You can't really look it up by address anyways. Like if you've ever used Airbnb, it's kind of you put in the area you want to go to. And it doesn't give you the exact location that it's in until you book it. Okay. Um, But it's not billed as a haunted location. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that the owner's trying to publicize. Okay. And we didn't ask her about it either. Um, I think we felt kind of awkward about it because yeah. she, she was kind of like a sweet old lady and <laughs> it, it would have felt like really weird to be like, you know, your house is haunted. Um, but, um, but the Airbnb itself was really cool. It was literature themed. I might be giving it away now anyways, but, um, it like every room was a different like book theme. That's cool. Yeah. And like the stairs, the staircases they had, uh, she had that design where like the steps are like the book. Uh, spines cool and then so like the basement was like for the kids and it was all the the stairs down to the basement was all like kids novels or kids stories so like Winnie the Pooh and <laughs> Alice in Wonderland and then on each corresponding step she'd have like a plushie <laughs> for that so like Winnie the Pooh had a little Pooh bear sitting Aww. on the step. um so the house was really freaking cool so if you guys really want to know where it is like I can get you the info on how to look it up um just don't you know, publicize that you're going because you think it's haunted. Yeah. Um, it just was a really cool house to stay in. Um, but anyway, so leading up to this trip, we had joked about me bringing uh, ghost hunting equipment. And I initially was going to just to, you know, be a little shit. Uh, but then I was like, nah, because w- what are the odds that I would actually use it? And then it was just going to be extra stuff in the suitcase. And yeah. we were doing after the wedding Um. About half of us were going off and doing, like, traveling back and forth between Washington and Oregon. Um, So, it was, like, just extra stuff that I didn't want to have to tote around. Yeah. And, yeah, like, there was no reason to think that it actually would be haunted. So, in true Murphy's Law form. (laughs) uh, So, off the bat, first night we're there. We're all hanging out in the dining room. And we're not quite sober. But... Jen, Ivan, and I Mm
1: -hmm.
0: all heard music. The rest of the group. So the kids, I think the kids were in bed already. So it was just the adults. Mm -hmm. So it was us and then Angie, Jody, Kristen, and John. I think that's everybody. So seven of us. Um, So out of the seven of us, three of us were hearing music. Um, Nobody else did. And so, like, I was afraid to say anything Mm because I'm like, they're going to think I'm crazy or hallucinating or they're going to, you know, they're going to be like, you're done. Go to bed. (laughs) You know, some nonsense. So I didn't want to say anything. Um, But then I think I was making faces and trying to figure out where it was coming from. Mm -hmm. So I forget how it came out. I think I want to say it was Jen. Mm -hmm. said, But I think it was somebody it was either Jen or Ivan, I think, said, like do you hear music playing and then I was like oh my god yes (laughs) Um, so at first we were thinking that it was coming from like one of the kids they were on like a a device like a phone or tablet or something but then Jen was hearing it come from like the doorway which was like opposite from where any of the kids were and I heard it coming from over by like the fireplace chimney in the living room Um, so we spent some time going like (laughs) walking around like crazy people trying to like follow the sounds of the music (laughs) and we couldn't really quite figure out where it was coming from mm-hmm. so we never really solved that mystery um could you like distinguish what kind of music i thought at one point i heard guns and roses but i was hearing kind of like rockish
1: hmm.
0: um and is that something that children would be listening to <laughs> these kids it's possible oh, yeah okay. they're cool kids so yeah What's wrong with Guns N' Roses?
1: No, I just didn't, like, the music that's being
0: produced nowadays is not anything like that. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so we never really figured that one out. Um, I wanted to say it's like, like it was a car outside or something, mm-hmm. but it wasn't moving. Yeah. And... It really sounded like it was coming from inside the house somewhere. And then when we checked on the kids, they were all sleeping. So – or no, there was one kid that was upstairs, but he was watching, like, Netflix or something with headphones on. <laughs> so it wasn't him. Yeah. Um. So so I stayed in a room in the basement, and it had kind of a weird vibe. Like, I wasn't alone, but I was. Um. But it's a basement, and basement's – creepy yeah. you know they have like the high levels of emf can make you feel like that and like basements especially they have they tend to have a lot of exposed wiring that's where your circuit breakers are so there's all kinds of stuff down there that and that's why you get that creeped out feeling yeah attics too sometimes the same kind of things can be up there because they're not really places that you tend to inhabit yeah regularly almost it's like a finished basement or something um but so those types of things, they don't tend to be like hidden away behind like walls and casings and stuff. They, they left out more. They're not, they don't take as much precautions to mm-hmm. hide them because you don't spend time down there. Yeah. Um, so this basement was like, it was kind of finished. <laughs> um, so my finished basement. Yeah. Like there wasn't really like carpet put down. It was, but there was like rugs over the cement floor. Okay. That kind of deal. Um, but I mean, it still was really cool the way Mm -hmm. she themed the, the areas was really freaking cool. Um, anyway, so, um, so I kept getting that like weird feeling that like I'm not alone or whatever, but like it's a basement or whatever. And I just put it aside and ignored it. Um, later on in that weekend though, I heard like a shuffling, scuffling sounds, um, Around the other side of the – so when you come down the stairs, like, the stairs kind of divide the basement into two. So there's okay. one area on one side and one area on the other side. And then you go around behind the staircase and it was, like, sectioned off and that's where, like, all the storage and the laundry and, and all that stuff was. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're not supposed to go behind the curtain. Pay yeah. no attention to the laundry behind the curtain. So, so I was hearing, like – I was on my side of the basement. And I was hearing, like, shuffling or scuffling around like someone was, like – um Like shuffling their feet on the floor, maybe moving something around on the floor on the other side. And that's where the little kids were staying. Mm -hmm. Um, So I just assumed it was a child moving something around. But I had thought that they were all outside. So I went to go look to see who was, like, hiding down there because I didn't see anybody come in. Nobody was there. (laughs) Uh, So on Sunday, I made an offhand comment to Angie. And I said something like, I should have brought my equipment like just like i don't remember what made me say it like we were having some kind of conversation probably about this stuff and i was just like thinking out loud, like "Yeah, i should have brought that i should have brought my stuff and to which she responded why did you hear something too (laughs) (laughs) her eyes bugged out she got all excited angie i love you um so i told her about like the like the noises and there was nobody there Mm -hmm. you know and the the creepy feeling and you know but that it was probably nothing and of course there's a house of 12 people and the house was a decent size like we all fit but it wasn't it's like kind of like cottagey so it wasn't huge so you know for two people to have a conversation with 10 other people hanging around like they overheard it and it was funny how it happened because it was like one by one (laughs) yeah so um so it was like i'm telling her and then Jen hears me, and she pops in. And she goes, "What? What did you hear? What happened?" And then, her boyfriend overhears, and. What? Oh well, this happened, and then Kristen over here "Oh, but wait till I tell you what." It was just—it was just funny how it, because we were standing like in the hallway at the top of the stairs on the first floor, Mm -hmm. and it's a very narrow space. Yeah, and it was like one by one, everybody came over, and then we were just like a mob of people standing in this tiny little hallway (laughs) talking (laughs) about experiences that we'd all been having throughout the weekend, unbeknownst to each other, (laughs) because nobody wanted to like. Like,
1: Be the first? Yeah, <laughs> because
0: we were all, like, brushing it off in our own way. Yeah. Although how Angie brushed hers off, I, I don't know because, I mean, she didn't really brush it off, brush it off, but she kind of, like, I I think I would have been, if it were me, I would have grabbed her and been like, oh, my God, this just happened. Especially knowing that, like, I run a podcast about ghost stories. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so just about everybody had had some kind of experience um, except Jody because, Fuck you, Jody.
1: Hardcore skeptic?
0: (laughs) (laughs) She don't listen to us anyway. I can say what I want about her. I'm kidding. (laughs) I love you, Jodie. No one said anything because either they didn't want to sound nuts or put the idea out there and freak the kids out, or like me, they just brushed it off. Mm -hmm. Uh, So Angie was alone in the basement. It was on Sunday right before the wedding, before Mm -hmm. we were leaving for the wedding. She was doing up her daughter's hair when she heard a low, distinctly male voice, like a laugh or a grunt. Um, she checked around, and she and her daughter were the only two in the basement, and the voice was way too close to have, like, filtered down from upstairs. Like, mm-hmm. it was definitely, like, right behind her. Both Jen and Ivan separately... Uh, this was funny how how this story came about, because Jen was telling me, and then Ivan was... Ivan overheard and came over and was like, wait, you saw something, too, to Jen, mm-hmm. and then and they're sharing a room, so... <laughs> Like, but, like, they each experienced it when the other was out of the room oh. and they didn't tell each other. <laughs> so when Ivan was hearing Jen tell her story, he's like, wait, you saw something, too? And then she finishes and then he tells his story. And it was like they saw the same thing.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, they both at separate times saw an unexplainable shadow in their room. Jen saw it at night and I at first wrote it off to possible passing traffic even though we were on a small residential block where we probably were we we were probably the ones that made the most traffic um, but I even saw it during the day when passing headlights wouldn't have been able to cast a shadow like that yeah. so the way I was trying to do it because they were on a corner room and then right outside their door was the window in the hallway that faced um, out to the street also. So they're on the corner room on a corner lot. So you got cars going potentially both ways. And there yeah. was like a big tree on one side. So I'm like, well, you know, passing headlights, they could hit that tree and make it make it look like the shadow is moving. But really it's just yeah. the angle of the lights and everything. But like during the day, that makes no sense. Yeah. Um, and he saw it during the day. Like he was very clear. Like the sun was up. It was daylight. It mm-hmm. was Right, um she saw it at night and even so like there was no like i don't think i saw another car pass by at any point that weekend Mm
1: -hmm.
0: like not that we were inside the house all weekend either but like you know you see neighbors come and go and i don't that street was so quiet like we were the only cars i saw coming and going (laughs) um and that's not to say that wasn't the case it's still possible um but it's the daylight thing so the way they explained it was it was um. it was just like a, a big shadow on the wall kind of human shaped I guess but okay. not really distinct or anything just kind of a shadow and so it was like on the wall like almost like it was like standing like on the floor up against the wall I guess mm-hmm. and then it moved up and like zigzagged across the ceiling and disappeared interesting so and like that doesn't really make sense either the way the head a passing car would have the way the headlights would have hit the window for it to go like to go side to side but to go up and zigzag across the ceiling and then disappear that doesn't make sense yeah and they both saw it do something similar okay so then Kristen had an incident with a shaking bathroom door But without an opportunity to really sit and investigate, we put that one down to one of the kids. Mm -hmm. Um, It's still weird. Uh, I will say that the door wasn't loose enough to shake just by walking past it. Okay. Um, And there was no knocking sound, which I can tell you from my own experience with these kids, uh, they don't knock. They just (laughs) open the door and come right in and, you Wait, someone's in here. So while she was in there, so she was in the shower and the door wasn't locked. So the bathroom she was in, it was, um, it's one of those that has two doors. Yeah. So like the bedroom next door, you can go right in.
1: Yeah.
0: Or you can go in from the the kitchen. Okay. So you got to lock both doors. Yeah. But she, I think the bedroom door was locked, but the one to the kitchen wasn't, it was just closed. So... I guess what happened was it was rattling. Like, somebody was trying to open it, but nobody actually knocked, and it wasn't locked, so there was no reason that it couldn't just open. Yeah. Um She said it happened three times throughout her shower. The third time, she, like, stuck her head out and called, like, hello, and then it stopped. And she went around asking, like, was somebody trying to get in the bathroom? Like, I was mm-hmm. in the shower, and, like, everybody was like, no. Um, I'm like, that's nothing to lie, you know, for kids, like, and these kids aren't really liars, but I mean, you know, still like kids, little kids will just, no, that wasn't me yeah, for no reason, but they're like that. That's nothing to be like, no, that wasn't me. I don't know. I don't know. It was weird. But again, like, you know, no equipment. It was the last day we were leaving that day.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: So, um, one of the nights one of the kids had gone upstairs i guess to use the bathroom or something like in the middle of the night like everyone mm-hmm. was sleeping um when he got upstairs he heard knocking on the floor
1: yeah
0: um so it could have been one of the other kids yeah because the where the kids were staying on the other side of the basement it was like a loft built mhm and you climbed up and then there were like mattresses on top and um you know when you're laying down it puts you like inches from the ceiling yeah so it could have been one of the other kids still awake and like messing around and like you know because i know you're up there and i'm gonna mess with you yeah and like or or even just like i know you're up there hello knock knock (laughs) um to be silly or whatever but they all denied it which again is not really typical of these kids Mm -hmm. um and the following night angie was woken up by knocking in the ceiling uh Mm-hmm. which was apparently right over my bed Oh. where I was knocked out, which, like, during this stay, I slept the best that I have slept in a long, long time. <laughs> like, I laid down and closed my eyes, and I was out the entire night. And cool. I would wake up in the morning. Like, it was amazing, but it's very atypical for me. Yes. Which is weird. So, so the knocking didn't wake you. <laughs> it did not wake me. Nothing woke me. So she assumed that it was the kids playing around at first, but it was 2 a.m. And it kept knocking. And she said it was, like, knocking in, like, a pattern. Oh. So i would be, like. <laughs> like, and it was, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, and she said it was right over me, which freaked me out. Because I was, like, <laughs> something was over me. Um <laughs> So she went over to tell the kids to knock it off, but they were all knocked out. Like they were all just passed out. So she went upstairs to see if somebody was up in the kitchen, because the kitchen was right above us, mm-hmm. to see if somebody was up there like moving around or move, like doing something. Um, but nobody was there. Like the whole house was dead silent. She was the only one awake. I wrote, she listed for what it could possibly be, like a good little investigator, <laughs> but could find nothing. Um, shortly after that, She suddenly felt incredibly nauseous and started throwing up from about 3 a.m. onward the rest of the night and all morning. And poor Angie was so, so sick the next morning. It was was bad. It was really bad. So it was weird that it was almost like, because I was telling her, like, do you think something made you sick? Or did it wake you up with the knocking because it knew you were sick?
1: Yeah. Like, when you told me about this before, I was like, it was taking care of you, yeah. too. Like, it was making you sleep, and it was making her get up to go to the bathroom. You're the
0: one that said that. I yeah. remember somebody saying that to me, and I couldn't remember who it was. It was you. Um, yeah. And then, um, but without having any of my equipment, and because we didn't figure out that everyone was experiencing everything until, like, the morning we were leaving. hmm um, It wasn't really practical to do any kind of investigation beyond the little that we could do, like, on the, on the spot yeah things but um very interesting i would love to go back there and actually do an investigation because i bet something's going on in that house um on that same trip uh a few of us we split after the wedding we split up and uh a group of us went on a tour of mcmenamins Mm -hmm. so for those of you who don't know mcmenamins it's a chain in the pacific northwest of restaurants and hotels and resorts and they do concerts and um they do this really cool thing you get a passport book from them (laughs) and there's all these items you have to do like buy stuff or stay somewhere (laughs) or find a certain they have like scavenger hunts Mm -hmm. um so like their hotels they have all this art hanging everywhere and there'll be a really obscure like little riddle posted at the front desk and you (laughs) have to go find which artwork and up until because i'm smart the one i found <laughs> um we always thought it was paintings mm-hmm. and then we were looking for i don't remember which one we were in and we were looking for one and i was like what if it's a photograph because that photograph matches and somebody i don't remember who i was with but they were like no it's a painting it's always a painting and i was like this photo matches to a t <laughs> and then she was like oh yeah i guess you're right um and that was the right one. So, and then they stamp off, so you get passport stamps, and you cool. fill up the book, and you get like a free stay somewhere, <laughs> which is really cool. Um, the food is good, the drinks are good. They're just the vibes are really cool. A couple of them are old schools. Oh, so we stayed. We stayed at a few of them, but we stayed at the Kennedy School, mm-hmm. and we stayed at the Anderson School. I Had to think about it for a minute, and then we stopped at Edge i think it's edgefield Ooh, i hope i'm not wrong i think it's edgefield it used to be a poor house Ooh. and later a nursing home nice and we all know how those turn out yeah um because we were just in one of those last night yes we were um that <laughs> one's supposed to be super duper haunted um we were there during the day we ate there and like we walked around and got our stamps and left so we didn't really do any kind of investigating or anything like that but mm-hmm um oh I can't remember if it was the Kennedy school or the Anderson school but one of them we stayed in um is also super duper haunted and I didn't know this until the morning we left yeah oh. but the room we stayed in was an old classroom with like those pull down chalkboards yeah and um like there's chalk and you can write all over them and everything <laughs> and but one of them so I had a roll away and the um where the bed was situated, it was, like, the chalkboard was part of the wall, and the whole wall rolled up. Oh, yeah. And there was, like, storage behind. So uh-huh. you could put, like, your luggage and stuff, and there's, like, those old coat hooks from, like, elementary school. <laughs> yeah. Those old metal ones. Um, but the wall, like, the the wall, the sliding part, mm-hmm. like, we couldn't get it to close completely. Oh. And my bed was set up right in front of it. Oh. <laughs> And all night long, I had so much trouble sleeping in there and all night long, I just kept having this horrid, horrid visual of like the girl from the ring yeah. or something similar like crawling out. Mm-hmm. And like, I just kept picturing this little girl crawling out of that wall. And like, I just kept staring at like the black void and yeah. I was freaking out. And, um, the next day when we were getting ready to leave and, uh, I was in the gift shop and I was, the guy was like, well, how was your stay? And, um, he's like, you know, what room were you in? What'd you think of it? Cause he was moonlighting in the gift shop and I guess he's normally like head of housekeeping or something, mm-hmm. some department that takes care of the rooms, housekeeping maintenance, one of those. And so he's like, you know, how was the room? And I, just, um, I would told him how the wall was stuck. And all night long I had trouble sleeping because I, I was terrified of some creepy little girl, like, coming out of there. Mm-hmm. And he looks at me dead serious and goes, oh, no, the little girl doesn't really hang out in that room too much. She hangs out down at the other end of the hallway. And <laughs> I was like, what? And he goes, yeah, didn't you know? And I was like, no. And he goes, go to the front desk and ask for the logbook. There is a, like thick like what do you call those things like a ledger yeah the thick leather bound and yeah. there's just store is just filled and there's wow. this little girl that haunts the <laughs> but she's she's mostly sighted down at the other end mm-hmm. um by the movie theater because there's a movie theater there we watched uh detective pikachu <laughs> um and got a stamp for it um but there were a couple of accounts of her being closer to our end too so i'm like is that like like, I didn't actually see anything. It was just a feeling. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, was that maybe her herb bleeding over a little bit? Like, maybe I'm just, it could just be coincidence. But, um, yeah. yeah, I didn't really sleep at all that night. <laughs> um, but if you guys are in the Pacific Northwest ever, McMenamins are really fucking cool. You should check them out. So that's my, that's my personal viewer mail. Long-winded as it was.
1: Personal viewer mail. <laughs> you
0: know, my viewer mail to myself.
1: Well, um, to finish this episode off, I have a little like tidbit I came across on EVPs when I was researching the Maxwell Police Station. Two of the earliest investigators into the phenomenon of EVPs were Italian Catholic priests. Of course they were. <laughs> Father Ernetti and Father Gemelli.
0: Were they doing exorcisms? No
1: who came upon the phenomena by chance while they were recording Georgian chants in 1952. Wow. While listening to some of these recordings, Jamelli heard what he identified as his father's voice speaking on the audio recording, calling, Zucchini, it is clear, don't you know it is I? Zucchini was Jameli's boyhood nickname. Mm. And how long had his dad been dead? Um... I didn't come upon that.
0: Oh, I thought that was coming as, like, a big reveal, and his dad had died 20 years ago.
1: Oh, yeah. um, This was when he was older, so his dad was dead by then. But, um... Dremelli and Ernetti were confounded and concerned by this apparent contact from the dead, enough, in fact, to approach then-Pope Pius XII with the recording... Had to do, I had to do my Roman numeral calculations. <laughs> um, Pope Pius was nonplussed, soothing the priests with these words Dear Father Gemelli, you really need not worry about this. The existence of this voice is strictly a scientific fact and has nothing to do with spiritism. The recorder is totally objective. It receives and records only sound waves from wherever they come. This experiment may perhaps become the cornerstone for a building for scientific studies, which will strengthen people's faith in the hereafter. Huh. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. So, cool. Very cool. Zucchini. It is I. (laughs) It It is clear.
0: It is I. The cucumber. <laughs> That's just funny. The kid's nickname was zucchini. Well, it does sound Italian.
1: Was he a little long and green?
0: <laughs> or was he fragile? Maybe. is this Italian. It must be Italian. <laughs> well, that was fun. Yes, it was. So if you guys have any viewer mail you'd like for us to read, send them on in. You can email them at my favorite haunting at gmail.com or DM any of our social media platforms. Uh, join our Facebook group. Yes. That's where all the action goes down. Not really, but I, it sounds good. <laughs> Whatever action we
1: have, that's where it is. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. So and that's it. We get enough of them. We'll do another bonus episode.
0: Yeah. We have the Rolling Hills recap coming. Oh, yes. Sometime. We have to go through all that evidence. Yes. And we'll be back next week with real episodes. Cool. Awesome. I hope I'm ready. (laughs) I hope I am too. Oh. Well, thanks for potting with us. Yeah. Cool. Yay. Bye. Awkward sign-off. Cisco.